Okay, my name's Dan. I'm a compulsive overeater. It's good to be here. Um, thank you for making the meeting possible, everyone. Thank you for everyone who does service here. You know, one of the great things about this uh, pandemic um, has been that, you know, I can pretty much access meetings at pretty much any time of the day now, you know, around the world because of this Zoom platform. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, you know, my experience is that I initially came into OA having been in another 12-step fellowship um, for some years. I initially came into OA 10 years ago. And at that time, I was binging aggressively on foods that I was allergic to. And I knew that I was allergic to them. And, you know, I couldn't stop. It was, it was like a form of self-harm. You know, I couldn't stop doing it. I remember, you know, I was I was living in this little room at the time. Um, and I remember waking up in the morning in such pain in my stomach and, you know, being really unwell with a variety of symptoms and being stuck in the toilet and all kinds of things and being being on my hands and knees in despair, pain, turmoil, begging God to give me relief from this suffering. And at six o'clock in the evening, I was back in the supermarket doing the same thing again. And, you know, it, it, it beat me. I, I like the big book. It says that, you know, we were beaten into a state of reasonableness, you know. And, and what that did is it beat me into a state where I was willing to go to OA. You know, I was willing to go to OA and I went to OA every day. And I, I remember at the beginning, you know, I had to be so rigid. I was like, you know reading the ingredients on everything I bought. I was having to pre-prepare, you know, all of my food. And, you know, I was like on this in the UK here where I live in London, you know, I was up and down the train line going to OA meetings. And, you know, I was basically listening to OA podcasts on the way. So it's like my head was, I was, I was writing step work on the train. I was reading the book on the train because the, the, the initial cravings from like a long-term sugar addiction that went back to my childhood, the initial cravings were so intense. It was like coming off of heroin, you know? And, and what would come with that is that, you know, is there was a lot of feelings buried, you know, right back to my childhood. And, you know, as I would, the days would go on, it was like a serious withdrawal process. I mean, you know, I, I couldn't sleep at night and, you know, I'd be walking past the supermarket and there's like parts of my my body that are like calling me into the supermarket. Like I would have to just like an alcoholic, I would have to avoid certain aisles and, you know, turn my head away. It was quite intense. And, you know, so I went to these meetings and, you know, I got a sponsor and I started going through the steps and I started to see the severity you know, of, of this, you know, cause for me, you know, food, my mum was a feeder, you know, her answer to a problem was let me make you something to eat, you know, and in my household, you know, my dad, he was very, you know, anti feelings, you know, he said, if I see you crying, I'll give you something to cry about. He, he didn't, you know, like feelings and nothing was allowed to be discussed. And, you know, I, I just found a way of, you know, managing my feelings with food, you know, and, uh, you know, what happened is, is that I started to express these feelings. I started to, instead of picking up food, I started to pick up the phone and call other members of OA. 
instead of picking up the phone, I started to pick up the OA step guide and, and the pen and the pad and started to write step work. I started to, you know, pray instead. And, you know, I, I got some wonderful relief. I got some great relief. And, and what happened with me is that I got this really great life in recovery. I got this uh, wonderful career that I could have never dreamt of being possible. I got a beautiful family. And what happened with that is that, you know, I got to a place where I thought I had it so good. You know, I was never binging like before. I tried to incorporate my OA food plan and my OA program into my other 12-step fellowship because by this point I was a parent and, you know, I had many parenting responsibilities and I was working long hours to provide for my children, et cetera, et cetera. And I tried to incorporate the two together. And what happened is, is that slowly, slowly, it started to get a little bit murky. I started to, to make it up as I went along, yeah? I, I, there was a, there's a group here in London and they, it's, they're intuitive eaters, you know? So they eat when they feel like it. It's, just, it's really interesting. I, I think it works really well, you know, for a lot of people, right? But I've got a funny illness, right? I've got this malady, right? It tells me I'm hungry when I'm not. And it tells me to eat. Some, I've not had enough, you know. It's like my, my thinking's warped, yeah? I've got these, these blank spots, these blind spots, you know. So it's like it didn't really work fully for me. And, you know, what I've done over the last few years is that it's never gone back to how it was. And I found myself using caffeine as well. And, you know, what happened is, is that, it just got very grey and very murky. And I, what I was trying to do is pop into OA here and there, yeah, and to try and maintain it. And what happened is a couple of weeks ago, for the first time in many years, I found myself aggressively eating foods again that I knew I was allergic to. And, you know, I realised, because I've been battling with it for some time, yeah, I realised that actually I need to make OA my priority again you know i need to make it the priority in my life because recently even recently i found myself you know having been eating destructively and not being able to get up and take my children to the park or is taking me you know two hours longer than it would for me to get up and, and get going you know it's like i'm more snappy with my children i'm intolerant you know my partner said to me that she uh she can tell when i've eaten something i'm not meant to yeah because my behavior changes my attitude changes i become intolerant i become emotionally unstable and that was really interesting i'm snappy with my children and you know that's not good yeah that's not god's will and you know that's the results of self-will so what i had to do is had to make a resurrender i'm sitting here writing from the oa workbook I re-engage with my sponsor, I've been going OA every day and already so much sanity is being restored back to me. Already emotional stability is coming back. I'm realizing that I've been in the funk of my own thinking, you know, and, and resistant to, you know, and the thing is, my, it was very difficult. It was genuinely difficult for me when it was just physical meetings, right? It was genuinely difficult for me with work and parenting responsibilities, but I ain't got that excuse anymore. As I said, there's OA meetings pretty much all day long. 
you know, because they're all around the world on Zoom. So I've had to make it a priority. I'm really glad I did. I'm grateful, you know, for you guys making the meeting possible. And I'm going to keep coming back. Thanks for letting me share.